Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Marty Lunin, the Terry Copenin, Joey Devine, Latavius Williams, Chew Maduaboom, Sean Keen. Milan Markovan! Is it Turkilamaz? Special guest, Giannis Tima! Musical guest, Wings! And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me. Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and as far as I know, I was not traded today, so that's uh, positive. Uh, we did get cash considerations for Dave Schilling, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Keane, how are you? It's good. It's good. I mean, Dave's deal was expiring, so you know, it just makes sense. Um, he'll. We're we gonna... told him in the middle of a podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, the, we 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 won't. That was. <laughs> He was sitting there listening to us record the last episode. Um, yeah, because he's a good guy. All right. Um, <laughs> jokes aside, though, we're probably gonna have Dave on here again pretty soon. Um, Sean, uh, how was your NBA trade deadline? Oh my god, it was so exciting! It was so crazy. Uh, just just kept hitting refresh, just seeing what Shams had to say. <laughs> This would have been a good time for See, Shams I'm a to Keith like Smith NBA man. Oh, and he just <laughs> he's, he's he's got sources on the ground. I was thinking this would be like the time for Shams to like run a Bitcoin scam. 
would be this afternoon would have been the time to do it. Is Shams most likely to do that or is Watch Stadium more likely to do that? <laughs> I don't know what Watch Stadium I don't is. Either. They be a Bitcoin mining firm. In fact, that might be it. Um, yeah, like Shams Cash. All right. We Charbucks. Have, we have a million trades to get to. Um, we have so many. We recorded an episode and then a million more trades happened. Uh, uh-huh. Yesterday we did that. And then today also a million trades happened. Something like 25 trades happened in two days. Um, as everyone knows, um, the country of Senegal is... Even though Serbia is in our hearts the number one country, on the very reputable website, chartable.com, the website everybody knows, it's everybody's uh it's everybody's homepage. Uh mm-hmm. we are ranked eighty-one in professional sports podcasts in the country of Senegal. Mm-hmm. Um by the way, we did jump into we're now two seventy-nine and one seventy-three in South Korea. And we're holding strong oh. in Latvia <laughs> at two twenty-five. That's that's excellent. I'm I'm a little bit surprised that we're making such inroad inroads in South Korea. We haven't even really discussed Dennis Rodman. Um, well, he's that's North Korea, dude. I know, but I just feel like he would. <laughs> uh, that guy who got into the fight at the Blazers practice with the two by four. I don't even know that story. Uh, what was that guy's name? <laughs> ha? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me get it. He was a seven three Korean center. Uh, I mean, we yeah, we should we should throw this in. This is for you guys, our South Korean audience. Um, so <laughs> this uh. They had a guy named Sivanovich. Okay, so Ha Sung Jin, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, uh, was was in practice. He is a seven foot three Korean man. Uh, they also, this is kind of in the middle of the Jailblazers era. They also had a guy named um Nedzog Sinanovich, who mm-hmm. was a a Bosnian player as well. Uh, they were both fighting. In practice, basically, they both shot free throws together, and then uh, Sinanovich grabbed a basketball and held it. Ha walked over and snatched it back, and then the two of them... Um, Sinanovich is 7'4". Ha was 7'3". Mm-hmm. Um, they started fighting and throwing elbows. Uh, ha got punched. Uh, the Blazers broke it up, and Ha walked away yelling, I'll sue! I'll sue! And then um, they got taken to different, like, neutral corners, basically. But Ha got taken to the weight room. Mm-hmm. And so, you know those wooden poles that people use to stretch, like, and put on their shoulders? Uh-huh. He picked up one of the uh, <laughs> one of the poles and brought it in and started hitting him with the stretching pole. Huh. I, yeah. You'd think I would remember this story. I don't think it made the Jailblazers documentary because they're not focused as much on the rivalry between <laughs> South Korean and Bosnian Jailblazers, but maybe they should have. Um, can I read you a story I just found from the Washington Post, which 
as we all know, is the leader in democracy dying in the darkness. Yes, yes. Um, South Korean Basketball League ousts foreign players for being too tall. Some attempt shrinking. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, uh, a 35-year-old center who stands six foot seven named David Simon was kicked out of the league because he was too tall. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, um, an, uh, another American named Charles Rhodes, uh, mm-hmm. slouched when they measured him. So he got to stay in the league. Wow. The cutoff was 200.1 centimeters and his slouching made it. So he was 199.2 centimeters. Wow. <laughs> uh, Wow, David Simon's still playing for Kyoto Hanarize of the Japanese B League. So, uh, also props to that South Korean league. Uh, basketball would be way better if there was a rigidly enforced height limit. I would put it at uh, five foot ten and a half. <laughs> um, all right, but back to Senegal. Um, mm-hmm. As always, we're we're down to 81. We got up to as high as 78. But uh, we've been light on the Senegal news. So, Sean, do you have any Senegal news for us? In well, fact, you know what? I'm going to make a drop and put it in right here. Senegal drop. Now it's time to talk about Round Ball Rock's number one country, Senegal. Senegal is the only country in West Africa which wasn't overrun by a military coup. Its democratic stability has earned it many allies in Europe and the Americas. The capital of Senegal is the port city of Dakar. Its history has shaped it to be one of the most liberal and cosmopolitan cities of Africa. With the 21st pick in the 2013 NBA Draft, the Utah Jazz select Gorgie Jane from Kebamer, Senegal, and the University of Louisville. Chartable.com is a very reliable website that everyone loves. President of Senegal, Macky Sall. Dakar is home to the tallest statue in Africa. We will still do any and all Serbian podcasts. We love Senegal. Please love us back by making us number one according to everyone's favorite website, Chartable.com. Well, well, as we all know, uh, one of the most prominent Senegalese players in the NBA, one of the best players in uh, NBA just history. the NBA in general, yeah, yeah. NBA history. Um, this actually did not happen recently, but I, I, this is a milestone that's coming up. Uh, Gorgie Jiang. Mm-hmm. Senegal's uh, number one and only NBA player. That is true. I believe right now there is only one. Uh, he is coming up on a milestone in uh, the Timberwolf record books. Oh, what is it? 
He is. Is he like uh, top 30 in games played? No, 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 no. He's 10 games away from being number four in games played. For he this is, season? Uh, for his career. He is. You mean Timberwolves not- all time? Since the beginning of the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise, twenty-eight years ago, How I think. How is that possible? He's uh, he's nine nine games behind Wally Zerbiak for fourth. You're fucking kidding me! That's Joey, crazy. Can you name the top ten leaders in games played, knowing that Gorgie Jang is <laughs> fifth? And Wally Zerbiak is. Well, I would have guessed Wally Zerbiak second. (laughs) I. Um, Okay. Uh, Obviously, Kevin Garnett is one. That's correct. Um, I'm going to guess Kevin Love is in the top three. Kevin Love is eighth. Gorky Jang has played 63 more games in a Timberwolves uniform than Kevin Love. (laughs) Uh, Troy Hudson. Uh, Troy Hudson is not in the top hmm. ten. <laughs> uh, uh, number two is a man very like he's like Mister Timberwolf, I would say. Trenton Hassel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trenton Hassel did not make the top ten. I mean, I would say Kevin Garnett is Mister Timberwolf, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> he's just more than that. I would say. Um, why can't I think of who Mr. Timberwolf would be? Well, he's a he's a player, and he has worked in the organization oh, after Fred Hoiberg. Uh, no, it's not Fred Hoiberg. Jesus. <laughs> uh, he he coached the team. Oh, um, Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell, number two. Oh, man. That goes... 150 ahead of number three, by the way. That is fucking crazy. I do not really remember him playing basketball, (laughs) I have to say. Like, I feel like he was always described as a mentor. (laughs) Um, Is Irvin Johnson on this list? Irvin Johnson is not on the list. By the way, uh, Sam Mitchell is... 213 games behind Kevin Garnett on the all-time leaders, and he has played half of the minutes of Kevin Garnett. For some reason, I keep wanting to say Kevin Martin, but there's no way Kevin Martin no, is on this no. list. It's, number three is a guy I had completely forgotten <laughs> existed. His name is Doug West. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That sounds like a like a created player. <laughs> I mean, he was he was on he was an original Timberwolf. Uh, number four is Wally World. Number five is Gorky Jang. Number six, um, this guy turned heel immediately after leaving the Timberwolves, turning oh, on it's Kevin Durant. The guy who uh, Kevin Garnett. It's the guy who punched him. What uh-huh. is his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, Anthony Peeler. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and he's about to get passed for number six by number seven, who is a current Minnesota Timberwolf. <laughs> uh, is Carl Anthony Towns? Uh, that no. <laughs> um, Andrew Wiggins. That's correct. Andrew Wiggins is oh my seven. God. That is depressing. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, Deng has a has a fifty three game lead on him that he is not going to relinquish for a little while, but. Wiggins will be top five before the end of next season. He's going to be top one. 
Yeah, I mean... Gorgie Jan, because they're not going to be able to get rid of that contract. He never gets hurt. Like, yeah. Gorgie Jang is going to be out of there soon. They'll pay someone to take him. Sorry, Senegal. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> They'll pay him a ransom of gold, which is what he deserves. That uh, is yeah, his contract wild. Will, the Wiggins extension will take him right up against Sam Mitchell. Oh, wait, is it, is it five years? Just past Sam Mitchell. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I'll just tell you the other two. Number nine is Ricky Rubio. Played 11 fewer games. He as missed a like a whole like, season with an injury. <laughs> yeah. And uh, number number 10, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer, who I think of as like, yeah, he was on 11 teams. Yeah, that's me too. Well, In fact, he just signed a 10-day today with somebody. The Sixers. Oh, I think his 10-day may have just expired. No, that right? was his 10-day with the Rockets. Right? No, he's been on the Sixers oh, for he like. He signed a new month. 10 day with someone today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Who did Corey Anyway, Brewer... he's also played, he has played for many, many teams, but also more games as a Minnesota Timberwolf than <laughs> all but nine the other Kings. guys. He's a Sacramento King. Congratulations, <laughs> Corey Brewer, by the way. I love Corey Brewer. The thing about Corey uh, what do you Brewer, think though, is he just makes me mad that he's in the league and Josh Smith isn't because oh, they yeah. both uh, destroyed the Clippers hopes and dreams in that Rockets playoff game. Yeah, I think Corey Brewer wants him to be back in the league. Yeah, I want Josh Smith back in the league. Warriors signed Josh Smith. <laughs> this is only Corey Brewer's eighth team. However, he was on the Timberwolves twice, Wild. which is how that happened, that he returned and played 105 additional games after his first departure. Well, Senegal, that's your Senegalese news uh, news brief. Please bump us up in the ratings. Uh, all right, let's get to these dumb trades. We have yeah. uh, talked about Corey Brewer and the Minnesota Timberwolves for 15 minutes, <laughs> uh, and we have 5 million trades to go over. Yes. Um. So, uh... Time for the trades drop. <laughs> trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash cap space URLs. You remember we talk about cap space all the time in the program. Slash cap space. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix. To create their website, create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. And if you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. Um, all right. Thank you, robot. Um, Sean, why don't you run us through these each trade? Okay, um, so I apologize if I've missed any of these trades. 
if any of these transactions are inaccurate. Uh, no, you guys are watching our backs. We are going to get an earful from Brett and Randy, essentially, no matter what happens. We'll during do, the Brett and Randy will have their trade uh, thing next week, too. Yeah. Um, so I decided to put in the the most important trade to round ball rock yes, first. Uh, it's the next chapter for the ride. Yes, uh, the ride. Marquis as you know, Chris, Marquis Chris, the AKA the ride uh, does more memorable things on a basketball court per minute than anyone else in the NBA. Yeah, he's are they brand Anthony Randolph. <laughs> uh, uh He's like Most if Anthony Randolph person. only did the bad things. Yeah, because Anthony Randolph for a while would just like, you know, rebound, uh, stand in the correct spot. Marquis Chris is a a missed dunk, a successful dunk, most likely to cry on the a court. Technical most likely foul. to get into a high. Yeah, a, a technical He's foul. He's less of a crier and more of a scowler, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he he after after spending some hopeful time in uh, in Houston Rockets Could land, not get off the bench because he no. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. People say it's easy to play with James Harden. All you have to do is, you know, just run to the basket and James Harden will find you. I don't I think that's a little too complicated for Marquise Chris. <laughs> he is a three second violation waiting to happen all the time. Uh, originally traded to the Rockets with Brandon Knight, uh, point guard Brandon Knight uh, for Ryan Anderson earlier in the season, traded again with Brandon Knight to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm -hmm. uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers also received Houston's 2019 first round pick and Houston's 2022 second round pick. It's a lot to get Real off fun. of Marquise Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I mean, sometimes you have to pay to not take the ride, Joey. <laughs> um, and the Rockets did this so they could get Iman Shumpert um, from Empire. Yeah, yeah, the his life was the was stolen. The television yeah. was stolen. <laughs> um, Iman Shumpert, who changed his hairstyle every game of the finals once. Mm -hmm. uh, what a what a career he's had. Uh, he uh, also the Rockets got back the Milwaukee Bucks 2021 second rounder. I don't know how they had it. They also received Nick Stauskas, Wade Baldwin the fourth for now. And then uh, the Sacramento Kings got into this deal. They gave up Shumpert. They got Alec Burks from the Cavaliers, mm -hmm. and they got a 2020 second rounder from Houston. So three picks from Houston, but they got a different pick back. It's very I know how the Cavs got the 2021 second rounder. It's from the George Hill trade, right? Oh, that, that Delhi back. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> Delhi's dowry. <laughs> 2020 so they still have delhi and then they gave up the pick to get the first round pick i guess uh-huh um can I'm, i just ask this right now yeah if you're an NBA GM, are there guys just waiting for the end of a trade call to be like i think i think we've uh i think we've pretty much figured this out i just want one more second round pick like right before they're hanging out just being like and a, and a second round pick and sometimes like the other GM will have already hung up, <laughs> but it's already gone to the league. And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, it was 
Didn't realize you could trade a 2031 second round pick, but that's what it says on the call. I'm going to tell you no, that is not happening, and I'll tell you why. Because according to the NBA trade deadline today, second rounders are fucking gold, baby. (laughs) There are so many of these traded around. I, I literally have no idea how you would value um a Washington Wizards 2023 second round a pick. A Warriors 2020 uh Warriors 2022 second round pick got traded today oh. and I am not entirely sure how, where that came from. The Warriors have made four trades since uh <laughs> since the beginning of uh this like since the 2015 championship uh-huh. they've only made four trades i don't know how a second round pick that old was floating around it's insane it must have been in that beadron's salary dump? i think it was in the iguodala deal but it seems crazy that there are still picks from that deal floating around it is it is from a D. Oh, oh, they got it, uh, I believe, for taking Andrew Bogut's contract. Oh, right. OK. All right. That's well, what it there is. you go. Okay. Um, but but now it's in a weird pick swap. <laughs> yeah, it's like the better of Utah or Golden State. Oh, and, and also in also in this exchange, they received a second round pick from Dallas this year that's protected 31 to 55. <laughs> Wait, in the, the Marquise Chris one? No, I'm saying that, that the Warriors, while Dallas has oh. their second round pick, it too, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, I want to say something real quick uh, about this deal, because we're going to get to another shittier, shittier deal by this yes. uh, mm-hmm. deadline, but um, hey, uh, Rockets people, I fucking told you Tillman Fertitta was a creep. Yeah. Um what did what did he do with your employee discount at the Bubba Gump? Uh, he charged he charges a monthly fee to have an employee discount when he took over the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company and I worked there. Yeah, he's also uh snuck secret taxes onto at, at his restaurants that are just covering what he's supposed to be paying. Like as employee benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And he threatened to close down all his restaurants in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Because because they pay health care. They they wanted to give waiters health care. Yeah. He's a fucking jerk off. Uh, Yeah, now he's leading the Billionaire Sellers Club, right? Yeah. Daryl Morey, I know you're listening to this, still trying to figure out if you're going to go on round ball. Uh First off, go on round ball. Second off, get another job. This isn't worth it. This is working for him is not going to be worth it. No, wait till your contract expires. He doesn't value you, Daryl. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go fix the old owner, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, can he work under Rich Kleiman, though, Joey? We did. We don't have that on the rundown. I have way more to say about that than the trade deadline. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, good night and God bless Marquise Chris. Uh, you are one step closer to your destiny. I've always said it was your destiny, mm. and you're one step closer to uh, starring in a viral video of a giant brawl you started in an East Asian basketball league. Mm-hmm. There's that pipeline, Lake Erie, directly <laughs> to the Gulf of Siam. So let's 
Did I make up a body of water? Possibly. Okay. Um, okay, so when, the big trades. Uh, Mark Gasol got traded. He sure did. Wow. Oh, wait, uh, we forgot to grade that trade. Oh, sorry, we uh, got to grade that trade. So we're going to grade that trade on uh, two scales. Um, uh-huh. One is, uh, Sean, how many beers is Zach Lowe going to drink after, drink, after uh, that single trade? Normally, this would be a sip, but it was pretty complex. Yeah, it's a sip of his one beer. Yeah, so I think I think this is um, a sip, an incredulous checking of the of the particulars, and then a second sip. Mm-hmm. A oh, two, two sips! Because yeah, as we sip. know, uh, one beer is the max on the Zach exactly. Lowe beer scale. One, beer. It's one, yeah. one is the uh, max of the Zach Lowe beer scale. Mm. All right, and I have another scale we should be grading okay. these trades on. Um, how many minutes is Brian Windhorst's rant against aggregators going to be when his reporting of this trade gets aggregated? I think this is a minute and a half. I think you're, I think it's shorter. I think this is like a 25 second rant. Okay. Okay. Um, great. So this, the, okay. So our next trade, uh, Marcus is going to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, big trade, and- big trade. Big it's names. possible. Now it is possible. He was not there for tonight's game. It is possible that he is sailing to Toronto, <laughs> but probably he's going on the land. He has packed his belongings into a trash bag, uh, and he's ready to go. The Grizzlies, in return, received uh, Jonas Valanciunas, cool Delon guy. Wright, cool guy, uh, CJ Miles. I don't know that much about CJ. Seems like a good guy. Yeah, and I believe this is the furthest in the future pick that was dealt a yes. 2024 second round pick from oh, the Toronto. Man. Nate Duncan is so hard right now, dude. Yeah. Um, Sean. So obviously the most important thing about this trade is uh, it clears up a lot of salary, salary for, Toronto for the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> yeah, which they- is. Look, if That's... Marcus Gasol and Kawhi Leonard leave last year, they're under the cap and they can go after somebody. <laughs> and that's, I mean, yeah, like some, some like maybe like an elite defensive wing, and yeah, or and like a, an an elite big, yeah, like a three point shooting center that would really the open up their shots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if they have enough cap space, they can do that because that's obviously the goal of every NBA team, as we learned today, is to uh, keep your balances sheet balance sheets uh, as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Though. Yeah. We like Marcus all. We're pro Marcus all here at round ball rock, right? He saved that man's life on the open seas. Yeah. He seems cool as hell. Um, I don't like, I don't, I didn't love the way he traded treated uh, David Fisdale, the namesake sure. of the woke off. But mm-hmm. yeah, overall, Marcus all huge positive in my life. Uh, does he help the Toronto Raptors though? Uh, yes, I think he does. Uh, because he shoots threes very well. Mm-hmm. He is a former Defensive Player of the Year. Um, He's as been much- pretty bad this year, though. Yeah, it's this. I mean, I guess he has he been bad this year. I think he I, was pretty, he's been pretty bad. He looked pretty old. I mean, he was good at the beginning of the season when the Grizzlies were doing pretty well. But then I think uh-huh. he was averaging like 12 points a game or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a 
I would say his situation is um, what what we in the biz refer to as a bummer. <laughs> also, um, I was talking very confidently about his ability to hit three-point shots. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's like a huge ability for He's Marcus. He's 34%. Yeah, and that is also his career uh, average. Now, he's certainly willing to take them. They look good. Uh, but he is a very good passer. I think he's still probably a pretty solid defensive player. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know the metrics, but uh, I I still think, like, it, he that's a good player. And I think what's going to happen is probably uh, Serge Ibaka will come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Raptors have lost a lot of depth. A lot of depth. Dillon Wright is cool as hell, by the way. And I yes. hope now that he gets unlimited minutes with the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, wait, no. He's behind Mike Conley because they did oh, not trade him today. Right. Uh, he, unfortunately, I think lost a lot of money this uh, in this trade. Dillon Wright did? Yeah, because he's a restricted free agent. Oh. And I think teams would look at him and be like, oh, well, they already are paying Fred Van Vliet and uh, yeah. uh, Kyle Lowry a ton of money, and we can sign him to an offer sheet, and they won't match, where the Grizzlies will definitely match. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think he, I think he's big enough to play wing positions, too. Yeah. Um, man. But what a... Yeah, and then C.J. Miles is just... Uh, a ba- basketball lifer, cool yeah, guy. He's a he's a good shooter. Uh-huh. I believe he's like the best three point shooter the Grizzlies have had in like five years <laughs> since Mike Miller. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, Godspeed and God bless Mark Gasol, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, I think you and Jaron Jackson are going to play pretty well together, actually. Yeah, um, and I think he might. I mean, it's going to be so. Like, I feel like he's a guy that might really take to Memphis. I think he takes to wherever he goes. He seems like a like a like a lovable get around guy. Yeah. And I mean, he has gotten over his fear of snakes as well. <laughs> um, all right. We got to move on, though. Uh, yeah. Our next trade, Sean. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. We forgot to do our fucking. Oh, we got to grade these. All right, you know what? How, I'm going to. Yeah, go ahead. How many beers? I mean, sorry, what's the Zach Lowe beer scale is on this I'm going to say this is a quarter of a beer. Oh, this is a whole beer, baby. Oh, I I did. I, I guess I. Yeah. You know, this what? is That's one a, beer. <laughs> this is uh this is what you call a Shams. Wow. I yeah. Would say Mar- I mean, he named his all stars the Marcus all all stars. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Zach Lowe is drinking the whole one beer when he hears this trade. And he is and buzzed out of his mind. He's gonna. He's like crying a little bit. He's he's respond. He's checking his mentions on Twitter. He's trying to keep himself from not doing that, but he's so drunk, you know. Yeah. And his, he's gonna. His watch. daughter and his wife are like, "What's happening to you?" And then he's like, "I'm watching eight minutes of the commuter before falling asleep." Uh. All right. And how long on the aggregator rant for Brian Windhorst is this? Uh, this is a good three minutes and eight seconds. I think, I think that's true. Uh, do you have anything? You do a Windhorst. What would his aggregator rant sound like? Oh, well, you know, these, uh, you know, we try to report 
what we're hearing. We don't say everything that we hear. You know, I knew that J.R. Smith threw a bowl of chicken tortilla soup at, at Damon Jones, but I didn't report it because I knew the aggregators would go crazy. But with this, you know, you hear things about Marcus Gasol, and it blows up when it's Marcus Gasol getting traded from Memphis. They don't have the people correct. Suddenly it's a scandal on Twitter because these aggregators are going nuts. And I just, it makes me so mad. I just, I impulse bought a pair of comfortable shoes with this hookup I have in Pierre, South Dakota. It's only a nine-hour drive from my home in Omaha, Nebraska. And the whole time I just drive in silence because I don't listen to podcasts because I know that only lets the aggregators win. Uh, thank you, Wendy. Uh, all right, our next trade, Sean, a guy we spend a lot of time defending to people, yeah. I feel like. Uh, Harrison Barnes, our man Harry B. Is the middle back, child of the NBA. Is going, going back, back to Cali. Uh, why did I do that? Um, <laughs> anyway, he got traded to the Sacramento Kings mid-game. For Justin yeah. Jackson, who sucks, and Zach Randolph, who they bought out. Zach Randolph, who is being bought out. He Maybe already got bought out, I think. Has he even been in Sacramento? Yeah, I like, think I he's know. been there. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, they just free Harrison Barnes is what this was. Uh, and the Mavs got Justin Jackson back because why not? They had a roster spot, and uh, he's like 23. Isn't me or does Justin Jackson feel like one of those guys that the uh, uh, the Mavs would have drafted years ago where it would be like, oh, they drafted a guy named Damon Jones. He's not the famous Damon Jones, but mm. he's like a wing and then he's out of the league in two years. And somehow they've traded him for Damian James in the interim. Mm <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, he he's like a good fake Mavs player. Well, um. I will yeah. say that bet I made with our friend is looking pretty good with this one. What was what was that bet we made? At the summer the league. Uh -huh. Our friend Elliot uh -huh. bet us that Justin Jackson and Harry Giles would have a better career than Zach Collins. Oh, uh, how's has Harry Giles been playing? Yeah, he plays. Yeah, uh, Justin Jackson. Had one tremendous game against the Warriors this year, though. He did, yeah. Where it was like a Steph Curry-Justin Jackson scoring duel down the stretch. So, um, but mainly, I mean, but look, the interesting part of this deal, Harrison Barnes. Traded uh, mid-game. Yes. Sean, yes, have which, you ever gotten bad news in the middle of working? Yeah, I, I feel like all the, that's kind of like my life. Um <laughs> Well, also, I've I also have performed the night of nine eleven and also the night of the twenty sixteen presidential uh -huh. election. So, so that was like never be allowed happened. to perform again, right? No, I've, <laughs> that's why I'm retiring for the good of the country, and I'm going to work on the presidential campaign of Howard Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Harrison Barnes, someone asked us if we had predicted. Harrison Barnes to Sacramento and I think we might have but really he's so kingy he's it spiritually seems like a thing I would have said yeah and it <laughs> makes sense because like Vivek used to be a minority owner of the Warriors during like the the rookie Barnes era um 
he he fits a need on that team for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, don't don't you kind of get the sense that Harrison Barnes is like into playing in a state capital? You yes. know, Harrison Barnes is for sure going to make an amazing pizza guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's going to go to the Sacramento Punchline. play an I'm a pizza guy drop there. Um, <laughs> hold on. Uh, here's Isaiah Thomas saying that he's a pizza guy. The best. He's formerly the best pizza guy, but I think Barnes can beat this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of guy is Isaiah Thomas? He's quick, fiery, and determined. And I'm a pizza guy. That's why I'm loving the fresh from scratch pizza at Pizza Guys. Are you a pizza guy? Then get the pizza guys. Real pizza, real value, pizza guys. Uh, Harrison Barnes has been, I believe he was an intern at Facebook before. Funny or Die as well. Uh, he also had a two-part trivia contest to watch the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. premiere. It with was him. an essay. Well, wasn't it a, was it the, the quiz was the quiz first or the essay first? The quiz was first then the essay. Yeah. yeah. So he he graded papers. <laughs> um he also plays the saxophone, of course. Great. Uh, uh oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um he's yeah, he's Look. Harry B, I want the best for you. Yeah. And you know what? I think this means the Sacramento Kings made don't made do it. Good. Don't do it, dude. <laughs> don't say it. I just I think they can hold on to the nine seed. I really oh, do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they can also hold on to the nine seed. Sure. <laughs> um, and it'll just be like imagine having the wonderful Harrison Barnes in your locker room instead of the dreaded Iman Shumpert. <laughs> oh man, it's a it's a true swapping of different types of nerds. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's like, well, it's like a geek for a nerd, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Barnes is, of course, the geek. Is uh, he... Iman Shumpert is the nerd. Do you think um, Do you think Harrison Barnes is going to, like, really embrace the culture of Sacramento, too? Yeah, for sure, dude. Like, he's going to go to Old Town. Uh, he's going to start listening to Cake. I think. Oh, he's going to be the new saxophone player in Cake, dude. That's cool. He's going to learn how to play that that th- that thing he slaps that makes the weird oh, like, that, like boing, yeah. the yeah. boing noise in every Cake song. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So good job, Harrison Barnes, and uh, wow, this destroyed the Sacramento Kings cap space. They could have been uh, renting it for second round picks. So. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, I've just been sitting here thinking about like what cake, what a cake song about Harrison Barnes would be like. It would be like, uh, "I want a three who can play the power forward." <laughs> play the power forward. Um, well, it would also have. To... And then, like, like the last two verses would be about Harrison Barnes getting stuck in traffic on the way to the arena. Be like. Why are you writing about traffic all the time? They have 15 songs about traffic, Joey. I know. Uh, I've got to say, um, I was at a Ben Folds concert once as a younger man, uh-huh. uh, and he brought out the singer from Cake. Like, that was going to be a huge deal that they were going to oh, yeah. do a duet, and everyone was like, mm, eh, eh. Mm. <laughs> People don't really know what the guy from... I think I was at that show, Joey. Oh, weird. <laughs> 
Was it uh, Chris Fillmore? I, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, what a weird. Because I mean, he is on a Ben Folds album, but he uh, he's not like a memorable rocker looking dude. In my mind, he was like, we- wearing a bucket hat. He was definitely wearing a bucket hat. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Anyway, we are taking so long on each yeah. of these trays. All right. How many? Uh, how much of his beer is Zach Logan to drink? Uh, this is a good third of the beer. Oh, really? I think this is like a half a beer. Oh. I would say on the in the David Aldridge scale, this is some dridge. Some dridge. <laughs> um, all right. How long is the uh, the windy rant? This one's just a clean 45-minute chunk. 45-second <laughs> chunk. Jesus. This is 45 seconds. In just and out. upset at the Sacramento aggregators. The Sacramento... Yeah, Tom Ziller like specifically. Yeah, he's, mad, he's mad at Ziller. He's like, good morning. It's basketball. I wake up very early in the morning for basketball. And sometimes it's a bad morning. Um. All right. Let's move on to East Coast Harrison Barnes. Yes. This is the exact same grade. Um... Except the, it's not like well, the Wizards got way like way weirder players. They did. They did. It <laughs> seems like this is again for like like take this uh, unexceptional uh, like like well-rounded unexceptional player who kind of inexplicably got a max contract mm-hmm. because of our cab situation. Otto Porter is yeah. heading to the Chicago Bulls in exchange for. Uh, Captain Fisticuffs, Bobby Portis, <laughs> the the man. If you say his name three times in a, in the mirror, uh, you get punched in the face. <laughs> get punched in the face through the mirror. Um, Jabari, negative one ACLs, Parker, and uh, they received a twenty twenty three second round pick from the Chicago Bulls. Oh, thank God they did so much better than the Kings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> The Chicago Bulls apparently just give up a second round pick in every deal. Uh, and then they sell it. <laughs> they sell it for cash, baby. They sell it for cash. They still got a they're, um I think the cash from this one means that there will not be a Drake LaRoche statue in the White Sox locker oh, room. That's really so, too bad. Sorry about that, uh, White Sox fans. Um, Otto Porter. Kind of the same kind of Harrison Barnes thing where he's like has had games where he's been bad, but is like unfairly scapegoated Mm -hmm. for um, sort of for being too good when he was 17. Right. As as compared to now. But um, well, this is, again, the Jeff Otto Porter falls under the Jeff Green rule. Which is don't pay wings from Georgetown. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I've been, I was burned by drafting Patrick Ewing Jr. into my dynasty <laughs> league, so I hear that. Othella Harrington broke my heart. Um, Yeah, but but given the Bulls situation, like, he's, Otto Porter's still good, you know what I mean? Yes. You could In analyze fact, it. I would argue... He's like a 40% three-point shooter, Otto Porter. Um, I would argue that it's very possible that the Chicago Bulls, now with Carter, Markkanen, and Porter, 
have the best shooting front court in the league? I mean, that's possible. The other thing that's great is that they now have a small forward. <laughs> something they haven't had for like a year and a half. Like, like just a guy who's literally tall enough and big enough to guard the guy who plays the same position as him on the other team. So, um, but, you yeah, know, it's weird to say this, <laughs> but I think the Chicago Bulls won a trade, Sean. I can't believe it. But you know what? They I think they did. I really do think they did. Here's a question. Um, were Portis or Parker on the Jim Boylan leadership committee? Oh, that's a really good question, because there was a hole when Justin Holiday left. <laughs> it would be so great if Bobby Portis was on that committee. <laughs> also, it just came... like you can't hold the gavel. <laughs> it came out, by the way, that Bobby Portis this summer turned down a four year, 50 million dollar extension with the Bulls. What? Yeah, <laughs> he wants 16 million dollars a year. I just well, he turned it down this summer. So after breaking uh-huh. Miritich's face, yeah, he decided that's uh, I have the leverage now. Mm-hmm. It it's time for me to demand sixteen million dollars a year. I mean, it's bold. I'll say <laughs> that it's a little bit of a bold demand, uh, Bobby Portis. He also, don't forget, once said that he plays like uh, he plays every game like the uh, the opponent slapped his mom. Yeah. Now, Bobby Portis is shooting 37 percent from three this year. I Look, I actually like Bobby Portis as a oh, backup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like the Wizards are going to like. Couldn't he be part of the post John Wall team with their other mainstays? Bradley Beal, Trevor Ariza, and Jeff Green mm-hmm. <laughs> leading this team back to the eighth seed. I mean, look, the everyone knows that the biggest upside of this trade uh-huh. is that maybe Bobby Portis will punch Dwight Howard. That's it's all a, we're looking yeah, for, yeah. right? <laughs> Well, Ernie Grunfeld, after the trade, said we acquired two former first round picks, which that's a lot of the guys in the NBA mm-hmm. just in the first round. <laughs> Not lottery picks, just top 30 their year um, Two former first round picks who could play multiple positions. And those positions are power forward and backup power forward. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, we're definitely worth a shot for the, uh, the old bulls. And, uh, I mean, look, this wizard's locker room situation, <laughs> Bobby Bordis is going to clean it up. I can't find who's on the leadership committee, the sheriff, uh, but Bobby Bordis is going to clean Levine. it up, dude. Levine is on it. I know. And then Rolo I, was on it. I think I'm pretty sure Chris Dunn is on it too, <laughs> but the, uh, beyond that, it is a mystery. <laughs> Maybe like I don't know. Wendell Carter is I don't know. I'm not I'm not, I can't even <laughs> Boyle Boylan's played seven dimensional chess with us right now. How so. is Otto Porter gonna handle Jim Boylan? How awesome is his soul? I think it's pretty awesome. And you know, one thing about Otto Porter, he is a great wind sprinter. True. Good at the shuttle run. Um 
yeah, I mean, uh, I it is amazing how many people have passed through this Wizards locker room this year that Austin Rivers has come and gone. Kelly Oubre has left, but Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris. But you know what? Bobby Portis kind of is like he basically is Markeith Morris without the twin brother, right? He like ate his twin in the yeah, womb. Yeah, he's, 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 he has the anger of two men. But also, I feel like Bobby Portis. It's sort of like um, when he got like like a pack of stray dogs. He's like a big dog that'll sort of like quell the fighting. <laughs> with his own intimidation, you know, like this is going to, this is maybe going to get, uh, like, like Tomas Sadoransky to stop screwing around. <laughs> yeah. I Listen, think, I think he's screwing. the problem in yeah. that locker room for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. How, how much of a beer is this one? Oh, this is, this is, I think, another full beer. I think it is, too. I think, like, the combination of, like, the second-round pick pushes it over the edge, and Zach's going to, like, take a big gulp at the end to finish it off. I feel like he's really into about auto- all three of these players. Yeah, and I think he's, like, really... Obs- he's just been, like, kind of obsessed with Otto Porter, yeah. so... <laughs> uh, all right, how long's the uh the the aggregator rant... I'm going to say this one's like pretty just short. Like, I think I don't think yeah, Wendy cares about this shit. <laughs> not this one. When it's like <laughs> kind of comes out of nowhere. I think he maybe like works it into an ad read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 10 seconds long. Yeah. He's like, by the way, don't aggregate Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker and Otto Porter. <laughs> um, all right. Our next trade. It's another round. Look, I'm going to say. People wrote in saying that uh, that last trade was a a very round ball rock trade. I think this is the most round ball rock trade. Yeah, it's this is two people we talk about so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah the the Pelicans traded Wesley Johnson uh-huh. to the Wizards. Oh, Which that Sean, locker room? How old is Wesley Johnson? Uh, he is turning 32 on July 11th, <laughs> but he was 20. He was about to turn 23 when he got drafted mm-hmm. as a college junior. <laughs> He's the anti Svee. Uh, yeah. So he's. <laughs> We had a game we played along for a long time. It's it doesn't work as well now because people have aged out. But just asking how much older Wesley Johnson was than somebody. I mean, it was relative age to Wesley Johnson, but he was always older. He oh was yeah. Old. <laughs> um, he was older than people drafted four years before him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this um, Wesley Johnson, who you may not have realized was on the New Orleans Pelicans, but he was. Uh, he'd been in Los Angeles for a while, uh, and Markeith Morris got traded to the Pelicans. This is significant for two reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say three. One, uh, obviously, the Pelicans received a 2023 Washington Wizards second rounder. No word on whether they get the preferred pick between the Bulls second rounder or the Wizards second rounder. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. a pick here. Uh, I'm going to do a I'm four gonna do years a, from now. They get a second round pick. 
Hold on, Sean. I'm going to do a classic Wesley Johnson game one with okay. you real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Derek Favors was drafted uh, one pick ahead of Wesley Johnson. Oh. How old is Derek Favors? 29. He's 27. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wesley Johnson is 31. Well, he's almost 32. <laughs> my God. He's brought me so much joy just because of his birth date. It's like nothing on the court. I'm... I guess there was that time that James Harden faked him out and then made him run back before he shot a three over him. Wasn't that Wesley Johnson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he just fell on the ground and laid down. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the that's like it's bad when there's one play that kind of encapsulates your career. But like that's him. That's David Kahn thinking about that draft. Okay. Think about it. Wesley Johnson's like probably 250 games behind Gorgie Jang <laughs> on the Timberwolves all-time played games played list. All right, Sean. Ed Davis, also same draft as Wesley Johnson. Ed Davis is 28? Uh, Ed Davis is 29. He was born oh, okay. June 5th, 1989. <laughs> but okay, he is... so, but he's more than two years younger. Yeah. Again, same draft. <laughs> oh, my God. There are so many guys in this draft that are out of the league already and are uh -huh. still younger than Wesley Johnson. <laughs> I mean, look, to Wesley Johnson's credit, it is his ninth year in the NBA. Xavier Henry is still 27, Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. Xavier Henry's like fighting crime now. I feel like he probably works for Jonathan Bender's like <laughs> His anti knee <laughs> explosion <laughs> company or whatever it is. But yeah, everyone in this draft that is around the same age as uh, <laughs> Wesley Johnson is already out of the league. Does he get picked one pick ahead of Boogie? Uh, he sure does. Oh, my God. And Boogie is 28 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but Ekpe Udo, same age as him, out of the oh, league. Uh, yeah. He's been out of the league and come back in already. <laughs> wow. All right. This guy seems old. Also <laughs> same draft. Greg Monroe seems very old, right? Yeah, Greg Monroe's 29. He's 28 years old. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're going to we're going to get to it, but he was unceremoniously released. <laughs> and Wesley Johnson, while he was traded in a blatant salary dump, uh I think Washington's going to keep him. <laughs> so incredible. This this game is the best. It's the best. Um, <laughs> All right, Quincy Pondexter. Quincy Draft has had and to he, retire because of uh -huh. how injured he is. Yeah, because he has like arthritis and mm -hmm. old man legs. 
Quincy Pondexter is like 29 and a half. He's 30 years old. Exactly. Oh. Born March 10th, 1988. <laughs> so, so only only 16 months younger than Wesley Johnson. <laughs> anyway, we should move on, but yeah, that sorry. game is the best. I'm sorry. He's actually only eight months younger. Sorry. Still, still, yeah. it's incredible. It's amazing. Third pick in the draft. Um, <laughs> but he was traded for everyone's favorite angry, angry twin, Markeith Morris. Yeah. Uh, now geographically separated from Marcus Morris in Boston, which might hurt their telepathic link. Um, I think Markeith <laughs> Morris might be so hurt he's not going to play this year, though. I think they're I think talking about buying him out, actually. I, yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I think. But they might just release him, actually, because I don't think he's going to sign with someone else. I don't know. He hasn't played in like two. Actually, no, he he could come back. He's just been out for like a month. He and a has half. a weird neck injury. Yeah. Um, God, shouldn't shouldn't Boston sign him if anyone signs yes. him? Yes. But Danny Ainge, do something good. Well, for and once also in your miserable life. You know what's interesting about this trade Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who Markeith Morris's, Morris's agent is? Uh, I don't know. Rich Paul, baby! <laughs> the Dell Demps troll deadline. That's incredible. That he's going to trade for a clutch client and then, and then release him. him. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and I'm pretty sure Dell Demps... The last thing he's going to do is make that Anthony Davis trade this summer and then get fired yeah, or, or quit, give it a different job. But like, what a way to go out. <laughs> just <laughs> just burning the Los Angeles Lakers to the ground. Yeah. And then just like and then acquiring a lot like like he's going to leave the team. They're being like, wow, he's we have we have 11 additional second round picks right now. <laughs> uh. You know what? Los Angeles. They didn't really make any trades today. So, I mean, they made one, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do the other Dell Demps trade right now. Well, this no, is oh, before sorry. I I just want to say LA fans, this is the second time Dell Demps has burned you. Just don't 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 <laughs> even think about making moves with him. Yeah. Cuz it was Chris Paul before this. Oh, right. <laughs> Chris Paul to Rich Paul. Yeah, they've been like, like they've Rich been, Paul. Lakers it's fans all the have same been, letters. <laughs> Lakers fans have been bitching about that Chris Paul trade for ten years now, uh, or whatever. Now they have a new thing to bitch about. Yeah, and like threaten lawsuits and <laughs> alleged conspiracy. Like it's so good, and the name is almost the same. <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, let's do the next Pelicans trade. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think this is a um, by the Zach Lowe scale in the last one. Oh, right, uh, right. Tiny sip spits it out because it's too spicy. He's not even opening his beer for this yeah. trade. He's like maybe holding against his forehead because he's like his temples. Yeah, his daughter so... accidentally hit him. Oh in yeah. Because <laughs> he. He's like, oh, this is this is what Markeith Morris does. I, this is ten things I think about Markeith Morris. Okay. Um, Del Debs also traded. I'm just going to consider oh, this. Windy did not uh, doesn't rant about this either. He does not Dang. care. This is so below Win Brian Windhorst. 
Yeah, he doesn't think twins are interesting. <laughs> he doesn't think they exist. Yeah, he's like, mm, yeah, you see one at a time. No. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna just consider this a three, like a, the same transaction. Um, the Bucks uh, managed to trade Thon Maker and four second round picks for uh, Nikola Miritich from the Pelicans. Uh, the Pistons received Thon Maker. The Pelicans received uh, troubled young wing Stanley Johnson. <laughs> uh, the glue holding the Washington Wizards locker room together, who was traded, uh, Jason Smith. And four second round picks. There were four second round picks in this trade. Yeah, all from the Bucks. Uh, I think one of them might have been. I I don't know. Um, four. So Dell Dems actually finally did get four picks because isn't that what he was yeah. demanding from yeah, the he Lakers? Wants four, he wants four picks. So they have. Hold on. They have. Uh, oh, this was the. This was actually a second round pick that had been attached to Jason Smith earlier when the Wizards traded him to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, they also got the Wizards 2021 second round pick, which had initially. I have no idea where this went. Cleveland traded it to Milwaukee at some point. Uh, oh, it, it went from Cleveland to I have no idea how this Utah and Washington made a trade three years ago, (laughs) I guess for Trevor Booker. And then it went, it went to Cleveland in the Kyle Korver deal. And then in that, Oh, it was also in that weird three-way Jason Smith trade. Oh, great. And then the other one is Washington's 2023 second round pick, which just went, this is so confusing. I'm sorry. This is um one of these picks is a false pick. That is that's what okay. it is. It is a heavily protected Denver pick which uh I have I don't remember Denver and Milwaukee making a trade 2 years ago. I I couldn't tell you what this is for. All but right. But this is a <laughs> But they have five additional second round picks. Sean just got lost in the second in round dunked pick. on cap sheets. Um, this is like an in in Ant Man when they when they go like an extra level down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you're in the uh, the quantum realm. Yes. Um, I do want to mention about Stanley Johnson. Uh, uh. we have a fan in Germany named Hans Becker. Uh, who tweeted at us a Stanley Johnson highlight reel from the 2017-2018 season because Uh he was mad that uh, we said Stanley Johnson has no memorable highlights last episode. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, And he said, how dare you, sir, for forgetting about his behind-the-back dribble layup from last season, which was the number one pick. And, I mean, was the number one highlight. Um, And admittedly, pretty good highlight. But the other nine on this list were the saddest highlights I've ever seen in my entire life. Two of them were him very clearly accidentally banking in jumpers. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Is one of them like a chest pass? No, but there are a lot of like simple finishes. Like like a lefty layup. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would be impressed with if I saw in person, but man. Stanley Johnson. But you know what? It seems like the kind of player you put him you you put him with Alvin Gentry, you just run all the time, and uh he's gonna get some lefty layups for you. Probably. Uh this this is really we should talk about who this trade is actually for though. Um, oh, the Bucks. The Bucks got fucking awesome. Miritich is so tight. He fits He's in a... perfectly with their weirdo three-point shooting big man rotation yeah, of DJ giant... Wilson, uh, Brooke Lopez, and um, Ursan Ilyasova. Yeah. Um, and so he's cool. a pretty good defender, actually. Um, he ki- he absolutely kicked ass in the playoffs. Uh He's a pretty fearless player. He like, I mean, I see a lot of these guys when they play the Warriors, but Miritich rules, man. Yeah, and with Giannis there, uh, they can play a weird lineup where he's a power forward um, on defense and a small forward on offense because Giannis is like a weirdo, do everything, you know? Yeah, this is a great, great deal for uh, the Bucks. And, For uh, Thawne Maker, basically. I don't understand what the Pistons are doing. <laughs> yeah. This, they were a game like, out of the playoffs. It seemed like this was all leading up to a big move. Uh-huh. But and then they just not. kind of traded Reggie Bullock for very little. And then... They, they yeah. wanted Thawne Maker and Svee McCallan. Anyway. Um, I mean, I like Thawne Maker and Svee, actually, but yeah. it's just weird. Yeah. Like, if you're going to give up, give up fully. Trade to Andre Drummond or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be a Nate Duncan about it. <laughs> it's just, it it feels half-assed in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, um, all right. What's your Zach Lowe rate? I think this is three quarters of a beer. I think this is half a beer, and it would have been three quarters, but he gets distracted explaining to people that uh, Miritich is from Montenegro and not Croatia. <laughs> so... Very important. Uh, and Windy, I think this is this is a pretty hot rant. I think. I think so too. Um, oh. He he definitely tries to get like uh, uh, McMahon involved in the rant. Yeah, and then he tells that story about um, him getting hit in the face by Jerome James throwing a basketball. <laughs> uh, all right, this is another good one. I love this trade. Uh-huh. Uh. The 76ers get Jonathan Simmons, mm. an Oklahoma City first round pick in 2020, and a second rounder, question mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Markel Fultz, baby! The Orlando yes. Magic finally getting a point guard. Sorry, DJ Augustin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, DJ Augustin has been very good of all his capabilities. Just uh... He's DJ Augustin. He's just just an older an older fella. <laughs> he, and also when he was a young man was a backup. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. He's just he's a small guy too. Yeah. And he has awesome moments but just, you know. I love this anytime you can get a free um like a free uh 
draft a guy who was drafted high, I always am like, take it, unless uh-huh. that person is Stanley Johnson. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. That that yeah yeah. Uh, I think Fultz. You know, we're I'm rooting for him. I hope he's awesome. Like immediately, it would be so funny. <laughs> it would be incredible. Even though I don't want to root for the DeVosses. <laughs> by by the way, that second round pick. Not to not to get oh, too no. deep in the minutia. It is the best pick of the 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 second round picks of the upcoming draft. It is the best pick from either Orlando, Cleveland, Houston, or Portland. <laughs> How did that happen? I I'm not. I it's so many trades. It's so many trades. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's like two combination pick swap deals, and um, all that I know is that the New York Knicks get the least favorable. Hilarious. All right, uh, but let's yeah, talk about. But Fultz. actually, that's going to be like the thirty-first pick in the draft. By mm-hmm. the way. Let's talk um, about Fultz, though. Fultz. Um. Okay. So, um. I guess part of this was that his salary is so high, but it also just seems like things have maybe soured. It probably did not help with the burner accounts and also just, you know, the expectations were very high and they traded a lot to get him. Also, he was injured and they couldn't figure it out for three years and let people yell at him all all the time. Yeah. So even though when he played, he was pretty good, actually, he just can't shoot anymore. Because his and, arm was hurt. Well, and there's just like a lot of pressure on a dude. You know, it would have. I even feel like even if he couldn't shoot, if he'd just been a normal number one pick on a normal team that was kind of crappy, people would have just let him play it out or uh, sent him to a doctor. I mean, a thing to remember is even though he was. Only, um, that he couldn't shoot last year. He, and, you know, nobody cares about this except for Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. But, uh, he, I believe he's the youngest player ever to get a triple double in the NBA, and he could uh, not shoot. That is, that's very true. I mean, when, when do you think Marco Fultz is, uh, I mean, he's, Look, I understand why the Pacers, uh, sorry, the the Sixers didn't feel like they could um, wait for Marco Fultz. Uh huh. But that doesn't mean that it's like appropriate to give up on a guy who's twenty years old. Yeah, I mean, basically, Marco Fultz is twenty years old, and even though. You know, he's number one pick. There's a lot of scrutiny. He had that weird ass cat playing with a ball free throw attempt. Uh, normally, you just would like wait this out and not have weird secret leaks and fight with the team. You know what I mean? You just mm-hmm. send him to the doctor and wait because like there's he's, he's 20 years old. I mean, Joey, as a point of comparison, when Markel Fultz was born, mm-hmm. Wesley Johnson was about to turn 11. 
Um, what about this for the Sixers? Um, is this them just saving money, or can Jonathan Simmons actually help? Uh, Jonathan Simmons can actually help them. Like, like the kind of the knock on the Sixers is just their lack of bench depth. And now they have a guy who, I don't know, he's, he's spursy. Like, I think I think he'll fit in well with Brent Brown. Um, he's only shooting like 12% on threes this year, though. That's weird. Crazy but, like that. <laughs> but also, um, he could not have been on a team with less spacing. It's true. That than is also this year's uh, magic. He's, he's like, I don't think he has a, I mean, I don't think he's ever... I'm not sure what his uh, career numbers are or anything, but um, well, his first year with the Spurs in 58 games, he shot 38 percent from three. Okay, but then the next year in 78 games, shot 29 percent, then 33 percent. Now this year, 22 percent. Also, he uh, he spells his his name Jonathan is spelled with two O's, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Joan Nathan. Yeah. Um, hey, do you know his so he, nickname, according to Basketball Reference? What's that? Good nickname. The Juice. Oh, that is a good nickname. Yeah. I mean, you know, except I don't know if you can it's really weird, be The no. Juice after somebody killed his wife who had that <laughs> nickname, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not like he was. So he's like an old man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah, this seems this seems like a guy who, uh, yeah, like like he's played a lot on playoff teams. Yeah, he uh, he guarded James Harden one 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 playoffs pretty well. Uh, uh, he had a pretty good game that one time when the Spurs were definitely going to win the entire series against oh, the Warriors. Right. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Kawhi Leonard was murdered by Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, he, and because he, they were winning he, he that one half, him with a knife. it was yeah. like everybody knows that like the Spurs were going to sweep the Warriors in that series, you know? I mean, it was just a terrible injury that Kawhi got injured that badly by Zaza Pachulia and definitely not aggravating an injury he'd gotten four days earlier. I mean, it was certainly a dirty play by Zaza Pachulia, but everyone knows the Spurs were going to win that series they were going to sweep the Warriors out of the playoffs. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Jonathan Simmons had a pretty good game. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's. Um, it's It was weird that he ended up on Orlando to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, Pop uh, hated him, I heard, apparently. Oh. He like, oh, well, talked that... back or whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sean, and take us to this. Oh, wait. How many beers? This, I mean, this is... Oh, a, oh, this is a full beer for this Zach. This is for sure a full beer. A full beer for Zach, and then he's, like, looking around, and uh, he has a he has a sip of, uh, like, a like a carbonated seltzer beverage. <laughs> and then his, his nose wrinkles, and he's like, ooh, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, he's getting wild. Yeah. Uh, and then this is also like a this is like a 25 minute windy rant, I think. Yeah, I think he I think he gets into a lot of stuff like like stories about LeBron's high school coach, mm-hmm. um, the realtor that sold him the condo that he couldn't resell. <laughs> uh, so, turning the lights off when on Halloween. So trick or treaters don't bother him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of those an actual are, thing he said he does. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Brian Windhorst go on round ball. Anyway. <laughs> Please. No one aggregates our show. Uh, Sean, do you want to walk us through this next trade? This is weird. Um, Toronto was What did des- you title this, though? I titled this Pretzel Dick. Okay. <laughs> because in this deal, uh, the, the Toronto Raptors, it's not clear what they received in this deal. <laughs> But the Philadelphia 76ers got Malachi Richardson, mm-hmm. former Kings first-round pick, uh, Toronto's 2022 second-rounder, and the draft rights to 31-year-old Turkish basketball player Amir Preldzik. Mm-hmm. And Pretzel Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I got it. Um, How many games do you think Malachi Richardson has played this year, Sean? You know, I I feel like I saw him a couple times, but he definitely got a lot of DNPs. He's I'm played in say, 22 games. I was going to say 24 was going to be my guess. Yeah, not bad. I mean, he's averaging four minutes a game, but... I mean, another guy that, like... Um, I don't really know what the Sixers roster is like because they've brought in and sent out so many players mm-hmm. this week. Um but he also seems like a guy like eh, yeah, it could be a wing player for them. Maybe. I mean, I, mean, I don't I, think I, so. Cause they got another actual better wing than him today. In Jonathan Simmons. No. Um, oh, they're oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that one. We'll um, get to that. Um, it's hilarious. Like Toronto, I guess was trying to get under the tax. I think this is like, look, there's two things that make Masai Ujiri uh, very close to uh, U2's lead singer Bono is that they care deeply for the continent of Africa mm-hmm. and they <laughs> desperately try to avoid tax. <laughs> and so this was a Bono special. Um, how, what beer, how much of his beer is Zach Lowe drinking? I think he's not drinking this. I, I, I don't, don't think... even think he looks at the beer. Yeah. Um, and Wendy, again, he's above this shit. He's not. Yeah. No. Unless he has, a... he has some weird question, some weird story about like an Amir pretzel dick, uh, yeah. workout or something. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing. Here. Yeah. Um, by the way, according to basketball reference, do you want to know what Malachi Richardson's nickname is? Oh, please. Shooter. It's a good nickname, actually. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he only shoots. Um, 1.1 times per game in the NBA. <laughs> is he from Syracuse? I think he is, right? Weirdly, Basketball Reference does not have that Yeah, he went to Syracuse. Yeah, the, uh-huh. the, the Disappointment Factory. <laughs> Who else went there? Tyler Ennis. Wesley Johnson. <laughs> All right, let's get to our next trade. Yeah. Um, Sauce Castillo's on the move, baby. Yeah, he he in the third trade of these two guys at the same time this week. How many? What's the record for most times traded in a week? Uh, Luke Ridenour has it, I think. Right? I think that's right. And then there was a summer where I think Luke Ridenour really got traded like back to back. I think he got traded six times in a summer or something like that. Quentin Richardson got traded probably five times in the summer once. But these guys, it's just funny that it has been 
Nick Stauskas along with <laughs> Wade Baldwin the fourth every time. So yeah, they've it's like their on... master blaster or something. Yeah. So they went from Portland to Cleveland, mm-hmm. Cleveland to Houston, and now they have gone from Houston to Indiana. Yeah. Where um, this is where they belong, though. It really is. Uh, so <laughs> it's not clear. So the Pacers get Nick Stauskas, Wade Baldwin the fourth, and uh, a Rockets second rounder. Mm-hmm. Again, this is. We're still in uh, Bono territory here, very clearly. Um, they're just they're just trying to get under the tax. He can't. He doesn't want to pay tax at his restaurants. He doesn't want to pay luxury tax in the NBA. This is actually um, Milwaukee's 2021 second rounder, which uh, not not surprisingly ended up going. Oh, oh, it was the same one that went in the uh, earlier trade with the Mount Shumpert. And like, we're so, so all three. Anyway, okay. I'm not, I can't keep doing this. I'm sorry, Joey. Um, So I believe there's nothing reported as going back from the Rockets. I believe uh, TJ Leaf had to agree to have his birthday party at the claim. (laughs) And, um, Nick Stauskas, he has to room with Doug McDermott, right? Oh, for sure, dude. I mean, I think they have to, like, common law get married. Yeah, yeah. This seems like, this is, like, one of the NBA trades where I'm like, this could involve, like, mineral rights. <laughs> like, a, like a strong ox goes to Larry Bird in this deal somehow. Uh, yeah, there, there's this is not a significant trade, except... Uh, Nick Stauskas somehow left the Portland Trailblazers and went to a wider team. So <laughs> he's gonna fit in so great there, dude. If he could be They're awesome. Gonna love him there. He's a close to Michigan, and yeah. I still look. I still kind of have hope Nick Stauskas could be an NBA player. You know what I mean? It would be fun. I, I mean, I I honestly saw him. He was so awesome in that game, that LeBron's first game. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, oh, shit, this is the it's the Stauska show. (laughs) This is who uh, Vivek wanted. But but I got to say this in a way is the Tristan Thompson rule, because this is a guy who if his name was N.I.C.K., I would feel much better about him. But his name is N.I.K. Stauskas, Mm -hmm. and he's from Canada. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he, he looks very Canadian. <laughs> he wasn't particularly hitting threes at a great clip this year, which is not. And he also, at the same time, looks like he gets his haircut at great clips. So those are <laughs> it's a rough thing. Um, yeah, but I don't think I don't think Zach's drinking a beer for this one. No, no. Oh, God, no. Um, unless he like. Still has hope for Wade Baldwin for some reason. Yeah, he might. He might. Wade Baldwin, first player I've ever seen on Basketball Reference with no nickname. Wow. <laughs> but his Twitter is at the fourth at sorry at the underscore fourth underscore Wade. The fourth Wade. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a like a book by a libertarian futurist. Mm-hmm. Also, his middle name is Manson. Whoa. And he's, that means he's the fourth Wade with the middle Manson name Manson. Baldwin. 
So that means at least two post Charles have still been like, no, 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 no. Let's make sure. Let's make sure Manson's in that name. I should have started so. looking these players up on Basketball Reference oh earlier. God. It's making That's... this a lot more enjoyable for me. <laughs> Wade Manson Baldwin the Fourth. Yeah. <laughs> um, all no, right. stick with it. <laughs> uh, let's get to um, a problematic player, huh? Uh huh. This one, this crate is grit in Ubuntu. Um, the Clippers continuing their purge. Uh, sent Avery Bradley and his uh, extremely partially guaranteed salary for next year to the Memphis Grizzlies for Jamichael Green and Garrett Temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Temple, uh, the, the the Grizzlies have also uh, released Omri Caspi this week. So both participants in the locker room brawl between Temple and Caspi <laughs> uh, are no longer welcome, welcome in Memphis. Uh but I do believe that as part of the deal, uh, Garrett Temple has agreed to track down the Clippers' old trainer and uh, punch him in the face again. <laughs> so congratulations. Um, look, you and I both, his his extremely problematic off-the-court problems aside, you and I have been consistent Avery Bradley doubters slash haters. I hate Avery Bradley. Always have, always will. Um, he seems, and that he was not before I found out he was a uh, sex criminal. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but it it seems like with this trade, it's like the Clippers are not quite giving up on the playoffs. No, because I think Jamichael Green and Garrett Temple are like fine. I mean, they're not great, but but Jamichael Green is like a slightly worse version of a lot of things that Tobias Harris did did. I mean, that's not fair to Tobias Harris. Well, I, I I would say he was like the maybe like economically challenged man's Tobias Harris. <laughs> I would say like the destitute man, but this is not a man who's making his mortgage payments. What's lower than Hydrox? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> because it's I was going to say like a Trader Joe's cookie, but I'm no, like, I think that might be Hydrox. better than Hydrox. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a 99 cent store sandwich cream version of Tobias yeah, yeah, yeah. Harris. And like cream is like E M E and there's an apostrophe <laughs> yeah, for no yeah, yeah. reason. Yeah. Um but I can see if the Clippers like like cuz if you looked at the like advanced stats, the guy who's the offensive powerhouse on the Clippers is actually uh Gallinari. Mm-hmm. So I could see them saying like, "Well, look, we can keep doing a lot of the same stuff." And Lou Williams is their barbershop star. Yeah, exactly. And so Garrett Temple, it's like, yeah, guard whoever Lou Williams is ignoring on the defensive <laughs> end. Uh, and I guess I think the other thing is like Avery Bradley has a weird contract where um, it's basically designed so you can trade a guy who's making $12 million and have him only actually cost you $2 million. Mm-hmm. And I think once the Clippers traded Harris, they don't need that like magic trick contract anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Garrett Temple's not. I, these guys are both expiring, I think. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about Garrett Temple before, right? I think so. Um, Garrett Temple to me, no, I think I've, I know, I don't think I've said this on the podcast. Uh, to me, Garrett Temple, James Ennis, and Etwan Moore are like, uh, 
if they are ever in the same room and they touch each other, the world ends. <laughs> like in Southland Tales. Uh, well, I have I have not seen Southland Tales, <laughs> but look, I mean the 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 guy is a genius, obviously. Um, Garrett Temple seems like he's played on. This might be the best franchise he has ever been on, and it's the L.A. Clippers. Is that fair? Am I right about this? Well, he played here. Uh, he played nine games for the Houston Rockets in two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't count, right? Uh, he's been a king. He was a he, he was a spur for thirteen spur. games. Oh no, sixteen nine. games. Oh, oh, there we go. Uh, he nine point games guard of- for Charlotte. Yeah, I mean he's <laughs> he's he's like he's like John Salmon's in between jobs. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he's not yeah. even the poor man's just. Um, but yeah, a lot of time in Washington, a lot of time in Sacramento. Uh, I think you're, I think you're dismissing my man Etwan Moore a little bit, but that's <laughs> all right. Uh, but Garrett Temple, uh, legitimately good outside shot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's like, he seems like a guy that would plug into a Doc Rivers system very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? I mean, it's a little bit of a weird deal, but uh, I kind of don't understand what the Grizzlies are doing in a general sense because they're just making like so many moves recently mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't really know what they're doing. And, and I think it's just that um, because they're not really going to be doing like free agency stuff for another year or two, they actually could use that like Magic Avery Bradley contract. Sure. Well, and, and also, back that Conley something. deal is still so big. Um, yeah, and you can... Well, I mean, yeah, so, like, if you're... Yeah, and, and any deal with Mike Conley could get very complicated, so having, like, a disappearing $10 million to trade is a really cool thing to be able to do, so... Okay, we gotta, yeah, we yeah. gotta move, though. Um, okay. <laughs> all right, Mike Jaws, Mike mm-hmm. Muscala, we've talked about his rapping a lot. I will play it here. Yeah. Uh, just a brief. I believe I have it somewhere on the um, <laughs> on the the computer. Uh, here's Mike Muscala rapping. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept secret. Coming from Atlanta where the Hawks stay screeching. I got three goals and I ain't talking about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Two, make a smash it. Three, have a baby with my lady, then some grandkids. These other rappers shaky Charles backswing. Trying to find the recipe, I call him Plankton. The flow so appealing, best rapper in the league. Aw oh, man, what a feeling. Showing y'all I can spit. What up, Shaq? Charles, Ernie, Kenny, the Jet Smith. Um, he is gonna drop his uh, mixtape in Los Angeles now. Uh-huh. It's no secret that rappers want to be ballers and ballers want to be rappers. I think I did it for a school project once. And after that, I started giving it a shot. I got my own computer, and I got some software that I could record with and a microphone, and I just started experimenting. I love to work with Drake. He's my favorite rapper at the, at the moment. If Drake, if you're watching, OVO, I'm ready. Let's do it. And he was insanely somehow traded for Zubach and Michael Beasley. And Zubach was too good to put in an Anthony Davis trade three mm-hmm. days ago. <laughs> uh... 
and and weird weird Laker Clipper trade. Yeah, hasn't happened since Norm Nixon for Byron <laughs> Scott. Wow. Even though they have so many guys that have been on both teams, but Wesley Johnson. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the main one. That you don't need anyone else. Um, I don't know why they wanted Muscala because he's not like shooting well this year either, and uh, also racist dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, maybe they want a racist dad to counteract Lavar Ball's like yeah. blustery dad. Yeah. Like, maybe they're just like, maybe these two embarrassing dads will cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think, who do you think he'll side with? Will it be Lonzo or Kuzma? Uh, Mike Muscala? Yeah. Oh, he's intimidated by Lonzo's rapping, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and he'll Kuzma. be like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's probably true. Um, Michael Beasley already released. Is Michael Beasley going to end up on another NBA team ever again? What do you uh, think? I think not. I also think... I just can't imagine where he's built up goodwill. Uh, Washington? I could see Washington signing him. Oh, yeah. Throw him in that. <laughs> throw him in that booyah base. Um, and then Zubac yeah. is now for sure going to be the uh, Clippers starting center for like years to come, right? Yeah, the Clippers, to make this trade, uh, released their starting center, Marcin Gortat. Mm-hmm. Who so, has already texted the Golden State Warriors about joining in the Warriors. We were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, angry Zaza? Like, like mean Zaza? Well, also, uh, Boogie hates him, remember? Oh, he does? Yeah, Boogie and Gortat have gotten in, like, several, like, scraps, I think. Gortat seems uh, like a, a little bit of a like a prickly personality. Yeah, I'm going to say that for sure. But yeah, Zubac and, I mean, I don't know if they'll just start Harold now. Zubac is good. It's weird that he it's this contract like why did they just did free agent this summer? Wow, but I just think you'd want something better in return. <laughs> Though I mean, look, who wouldn't want to hear these flows? I'm trying to find the recipe, I call them Plankton. The flow so appealing, best rapper in the league. Oh man, what a feeling. All yeah. Right, we're gonna play that true. again. <laughs> um all right, yeah, let's uh who's next? Uh the Sixers again. The Sixers picked up James Ennis. Yeah. Uh-huh. So better than Jonathan Simmons and Malachi definitely better than Malachi Richardson. James well, Ennis was going to be the who's replacement. Garrett Temple. He's basically Garrett Temple. Yeah. Um but he's there to James Ennis was there to replace Trevor Ariza. And instead, he's uh, going to fund some new menu items at Morton's Steakhouse, I believe. Uh, the Sixers cut James Ennis in exchange for swap rights to a 2021 second Ugh. round pick. I'm not. Please don't gonna... tell me where they're coming from. Nope, I'm not <laughs> going to do it. Uh, James Ennis will play quality minutes for uh, this team. I don't really know how he was doing. I know he was doing pretty well in like mid-december uh he's doing okay 
I mean, Jim Dennis is like fine. Yeah. But again, he's never what you think he's going to be, though. You're always like, oh, we got to steal in James Ennis. And then it's like, oh, right. This is what James Ennis is. Right. Uh, Great nickname, though, according to basketball reference. I don't understand how the it seems like the Sixers have way too many players. Right. (laughs) Um, No, because they traded a ton for Tobias. I just there's 17 people listed on their roster and and James Ennis is not one of them. Although one of these guys is named Haywood Highsmith and I'm like, that's a don't know where that name. came from at all. Um, uh, I think that's a blogger. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a Twitter account that someone's always retweeting in my feed. Uh huh. Um. All right. Uh. Is that it? Did we do all the trades? No, we have a couple. Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry, just the quick waved list. Gortat, Caspi. Before we get into the waved list, it is 12.48 a.m. already. Uh, I still have to edit this. What are you doing to me, NBA? Yeah, really. All right, keep going, Sean. Get Uh, to the waved list. (laughs) Caspi's been cut. Wes Matthews, cut by the Knicks, signing with the Indiana Pacers. Uh... Seems like a cool ass pickup for Indiana. Good job. Um, Anis Cantor is probably becoming a Boston Celtic. No where it's way like that's actually going to happen. I can't. I don't know why that's even a rumor. But like, man, look how mu- somehow the Celtics are becoming more abrasive. Well, and also the Celtics fucked up, man. Like everyone in all of these teams got better. <laughs> Except it seems like the Bucks Celtics. and Sixers are way, way better, and, and the Raptors, the Raptors are, got Marcus Saul. Yeah, which like neutralizes the main advantage that the Celtics had over them, which was Al Horford. Um, and yeah, like it's, everyone's it's, calling them like the big winners of the deadline. Well, but also, to me, like I get it. Yeah, now they have a chance to trade for Anthony Davis, but you know they didn't. But their chances of losing in the second round of the playoffs are, like, exponentially more. And you know what? If they lose in the second round of the playoffs, Kyrie Irving is leaving and (laughs) Anthony Davis is not coming. Yeah, and it seems like there's just other teams that have a bunch of shit to trade now. Like, like, not that that I, I, I... I'm not looking at these fake trade offers, but... The New York Knicks now have a bunch of extra picks. Mm-hmm. The, the LA Clippers, Clippers have, have a bunch of extra picks. picks. Like, um, and the Sixers have 17 additional second round picks if things don't work out. And <laughs> um, guess what? The Nuggets, if the Nuggets like flame out in the playoffs, uh-huh. like they could not be happy now. And they have more than in like players who can play. They have more than anybody. Oh, well. Don't you think that maybe somebody like Gary Harris is? Wait, we have Gary Harris or Malik Beasley yeah. are both kicking. Or yeah. Anyway, uh, you don't 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 crow, Danny Ainge. <laughs> You're losing in the second round now for yeah. sure. I think unless uh, somehow the seeding ends up that like the Sixers have to play the Bucks or whatever. But yeah. But even the Raptors, I think, will beat them. Anyway, keep yeah. going on your waived list. Uh, waved list. Well, actually, Corey Brewer was waived, but then was signed. Oh, by as, the Kings. 
It's back on the Kings. Uh, not waived, however. DJ Bruno Caboclo getting his second oh, 10-day contract buddy. in Memphis. Hell yeah. He's going to – his sound's going to get so dirty now too. Um, okay. Let's go real fast. Forward swap. Blazers get Scal Labissier. Kings get Caleb Swanigan. Got to say, just looking at the players, uh, that makes sense. Caleb <laughs> Swanigan's got a Sacramento body. You know what I mean? And Scal is like a guy Kevin Pritchard would have taken in 2006, yeah, but he would have like taken Travis him Outlaw. like pick 38. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this guy, this, this guy's kind of a lost teenager, but we can, we just put him under the, the, the mentorship of, Quintel Woods and Zach Randolph. He'll work out just I fine. I actually love this. Actually, he trade. has been mentored by Zach Randolph now that I just said that out loud. I actually love this trade for the Blazers, though. Uh, I think Scal can play. He just needs someone to teach him. And Terry Stotts has historically been good at this. Yeah. Uh, remember when we all thought that. Um, which, which, which Blazer? Uh, Harkless? Yeah, when we all thought Maurice Harkless sucks. Yeah. Well, and also, it just makes sense, like, um, the the Kings already have Harry Giles and uh, Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm. Scal is like some dudes that the Kings have, but worse. Um, like, you don't need Scal and Harry Giles, I guess. And then Swanigan's like, he seems like more of something the Kings don't have. He is, like, Portland's favorite big boy, though, so it's really... Yeah. Uh, I find both of these guys extremely likable. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, it, it like balances the names a little better <laughs> on Portland. Like they need a scal. They like Portland feels like the whole city is a Caleb. And you know, you know what I I forgot actually. I Corbin Smith. I'm sorry. You're Portland's favorite big boy, not Caleb Swanigan. I'm sorry, Big Corbs. Yeah. Please don't be mad at me. That's true. That's true. Uh, it is. Um, it is Corbin Smith. All right. Our next trade. Maybe my least favorite player I've ever watched in Summer League was traded. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyler Dorsey was traded for Sheldon Mack. Why? Who fucking knows? Uh, <laughs> this Memphis, trade seemed yeah. like... Uh... Very weird. Oh, we haven't been grading these. Um, that uh, forward swap, I think that's uh, three sips of a beer. Mm-hmm. No rant. Uh, uh-huh. James Ennis, that's a, a third of a beer. Uh-huh. Ten second rant. Mascala and Beasley for Zubach. Mm, that's ch- Zach opening the bottle of wine and sniffing a cork. Yeah, and that's then a glug of a beer, I think, yeah. actually. Because okay. Zubach and Beasley are famous. Yeah. Um, And then a pretty long rant about Michael Beasley, I think, from Windhorst, actually. Yeah. Because he, he's got the dirt. A story about him getting busted smoking pot at the rookie seminar. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, the... I don't understand why the Hawks want Shelvin Mack because they didn't <laughs> trade Jeremy Lin and and they've already announced they're not buying out any of their veterans. And hasn't he already been on the Hawks like I once mean, or twice before? Yes, but also I know why because Tyler Dorsey is frustrating. Yeah. Well, Memphis now has a Dylan, an Avery, a Tyler, and they employ a Chandler still. So <laughs> congratulations. Uh, millennial Grizzlies. Uh, this was a this is the saddest trade of the day, Joey. Uh, the Nets, the Raptors traded Greg Monroe and a 2021 second rounder uh, for cash considerations from the Nets. Wow. 
I I believe the Nets may have actually been receiving the cash here. Oh no no no, I guess it was cash consideration. Uh, and then Greg Monroe was released. Hey, I could see this is weird. Um, I could see Greg Monroe being the guy that goes to the Warriors. Uh, I, they like I, a big I, man I, who can pass. And I've always kind of wanted him. It's sad. Like he's. I feel like it's just weird that Greg Monroe seems like an above average NBA player to me. Still, he's not. He's but, definitely not. But he's not. He's not crappy. Like he's just been treated like he's a piece of trash for two years. Um. Hey, you know who's? Well, he can't switch, dude. He's not switchy. Um. Hey, he was drafted. You know what draft he was in? Uh, the Wesley Johnson draft. The Wesley Johnson draft. Uh, do you want to know how old Greg Monroe is? We actually talked. Oh, about we did this. God damn it! So I pulled it. a Corbin. Sorry. Right. Um, it's really late, and we've talked uh, about these forever. And then the last stupid trade: the Celtics held on to um, girlfriend strangler Jabari Bird, so they could save some luxury tax money instead of releasing him. When this attack happened, before the season even yeah, started. Very, so, very cool, Danny Once Ainge. again, fuck you, Danny Ainge. <laughs> um, I mean, he's being released and he'll never play in the NBA yeah, again. Yeah, the Celtics should have done that, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, Danny Ainge wants someone else to do his dirty work for him? That's weird. <laughs> All right, Sean, that is it. That is our show, right? Are there more trades? Please tell me there's no more trades. There's no more trades as far oh, as I can tell. Oh, thank God. Um, there was an all-star draft that had a trade, but that I don't care about. Yeah, whatever. Um, shouldn't be on the same day as the trade deadline. Come on, guys. Yeah, no, that's insane. insane. Let Zach Lowe go to sleep. Um, <laughs> he sleeps 12 hours a night. Sean. Come- what would you like to plug? Uh, come see the business on Mondays. I think there's going to be new episodes of the Everything Report on Instagram. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank um, you. As for me, I was on the Film Drunk Frotcast this week. I was also, I feel like I was on another podcast, but I don't remember. Anyway. Breakfast? Oh, and I was on, yeah, I was on Fast Break Breakfast on Monday. It was fun. I was talking about how I didn't want Kevin Durant to leave, but now I think I kind of do, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where 12319, I tweeted, about time Malcolm got a song. Thanks at J. Cole for Middle Child. God. I hate that. <laughs> but speaking of songs. Yes. Uh, earlier this year, um, Grantland Jr., um, ESPN Page 2 Light mm-hmm. uh, released, uh, went super viral with their parody of the uh, Jeff Buckley cover, Hallelujah, mm-hmm. um, about Luka Doncic. And you know what? We always are looking for ways to go viral because we want to be like I'm. I want to be basketball's Logan Paul. That is true. That is true. I mean, sorry, Jake Paul. I don't want to be Logan Paul. I want to be Jake Paul. He's the mogul, right? Uh, he's less problematic, I think. Yeah, Logan's the one who filled the guy that the the dead guy. I don't want to yeah. be him. Anyway, I want to be basketball's Jake Paul. 
Um, so the way we're doing that is we are also recording Luka Doncic parody songs. Um, yeah. Sean. The most important thing you can do as a podcast. Well, this one we um, – normally bands are pretty cool about this. Uh, this is this is some work we did with the band Phantom Planet. It's a song called uh, Slovenia, Here We Come. Uh, most bands are a little cooler. This band demanded a little bit of promotional consideration, so hopefully – Hopefully it won't distract from your enjoyment of the song too much. Um, shut it down. Let's go home. If you, unless you are Nick Stauskas and Shel- and Wade Baldwin the Fourth, because you don't know where your home is. You anymore. don't have a home anymore. <laughs> uh, and uh, trust the Tobias and Bobon. Been on the road, battered but on road. Lucas carrying the load, Slovenia. Here we come, right where Lucas started from. Back to our abode, dirt's pace is slow. Don't rebuild, just reload. Slovenia, here we come. Nicest place in the Balkans. Slovenia. Slovenia. And the lottery. And the lottery. Going in the tank, Hardway's making bank, the Black Falcons contract stank. Slovenia, here we come, birthplace of Polonia. Cubans saving coin, no buyout guys will join, we're falling apart like LeBron's groin. Slovenia, here we come, there's 4,000 Macedonians. Slovenia! Slovenia! Odds of keeping our pick 12 to 1 You know, we're all very into the OC here in Dallas That's right, Omri Caspi Small forward formerly of the Memphis Grizzlies Take a bio to come to Dallas You can talk to Luca about the metric system And no one will punch you in the locker room Look this trade deadline certainly didn't make us bored to death, which is currently streaming on HBO Go, starring Jason Schwartzman. Slovenia, Slovenia, and the lottery, and the lottery. Here we come, Slovenia. Slovenia. Win the lottery. Win the lottery. Drop Zion. Slovenia. Slovenia. Offense. Offense. It's a pun. May vacation. May vacation. In California. California. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.